this man's a dogmatician. He's not a historian. How's it going, everybody? I know this isn't a chill stream, but I know a lot of Protestants will be here, so I wanted to trigger them with some Newman real quick. So um, <laughs> over the last few weeks, I have been, um, well, actually over the last few months, but especially the last few weeks, I've been reading a lot into metaphysics as an attempt to deal with some of the arguments that I had presented before on um, the North American Anglican article that I had written before my conversion, and then also the the second most popular video on my channel, which is actually ironically a video against transubstantiation from before I converted. But I think I finally uh, figured out some of the issues, especially when you dig into a bit of the metaphysics. It is an untenable argument that I had presented. And eventually maybe I'll do a full scale, uh, minute by minute rebuttal of myself or maybe read through something like that. But I've just written in in um, in a very orderly and succinct fashion uh, my argument for how I was wrong. And I wrote all this and I put it on my, my Patreon, which made quite a few people upset. Um, my bad. In, in hindsight, not a good idea. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, so now I'm going to actually just be uh, reading and then explaining my article um, that I had put on my Patreon uh, for everybody. So uh, so sorry about that. If, um, if you would still like to become a patron, out of the greatness and goodness of your heart, I will, I'll just put the link is in the description, but I will just put the link in the chat, patreon.com slash militant Thomist. I'm much appreciative um, if out of your generosity, uh, you would become a patron. But let's get right into it. Here is the infamous article right here. Transubstantiation defended. Okay, let's get into it. <clears throat> oh, there's my mouse. So objection. So this is the objection that I put forward. It seems that accidents cannot inhere sin subjecto without, without subject. For accidents are those beings which inhere in the being of substance, as Grenier calls them, being of beings. To inhere by divine power goes against this definition. Therefore, accidents cannot inhere without subject. So there are two genera of responses to this objection. First, one may respond by distinguishing the major premise. Accidents are those beings which inhere. Second, one may respond by denying the minor premise. To inhere by divine power goes against this definition. So to the first, it seems as if this merely accounts for the actions of an accident, which, was, which does not account for a true definition. And look at Porphyry's Isagog, um, or... Uh, I think it's in uh, Aristotle's categories for the reason why. Rather, we should seek the quiditas or the quiddity or the thingness of the thing by accounting for the genus and differentia. So uh, when it comes to definition of, of something, we, uh, we account for both the genus of that thing, then also what makes it different from the rest of the genus. So for example, I'm a rational animal. My animality is my genus. I'm in the grouping or the general category of of animal and what makes me different from the rest of the general category. What defines me is the fact that I am a rational animal. So genus, animality, differentia, rationality. So in the same way, we need to define uh, accident, not by the mere actions of a certain thing. 
So as St. Thomas teaches, the term quiddity surely is taken from the fact that this is what is signified by the definition. And the term nature is used this way seems to signify the essence of a thing as to its order to its proper operation of the thing. So notice there's a distinction between quiddity and nature. So by that definition of inhering in a substance, we are rather just getting at the nature of a thing and not the quiddity of the thing. Now, inherence would be the proper operation of the thing that is accidents. Therefore, in no way can it be the definition of an accident. Now, accidents are regarded to be a category of being, as the philosopher teaches in the Oregonon. Yet, it is also a principle of Thomistic philosophy that being is not a genus, as the philosopher teaches in the metaphysics. But this does not hinder us from regarding being as a linguistic subject of predication and definition, and thus can be said to be the genus improperly of the definition. So notice being is never a genus, but for our um, purposes in defining, we can make an improper definition by using, um, by using being in, as an improper genus as just the linguistic subject of predication, and uh, we add differentia to that. In a similar way, being itself cannot be properly defined, only improperly defined, as Grenier teaches. Being cannot be defined because every definition is composed of a genus and differentia. But there can be no genus above being, nor can being have a differentia properly so called. Therefore, being cannot be defined. The differentia of an accident ought rather to be defined as one which does not exist by its own inherent virtue. As St. Thomas teaches, quote, since being is not a genus, then being cannot be of itself the essence of either substance or accident. Consequently, the definition of substance is not a being of itself without a subject, nor is the definition of an accident a being in a subject, but it belongs to the quiddity or essence of substance to have existence, not a subject, but it belongs to the quiddity or essence of accident to have existence in a subject. This provides for the principle of natural inherence rather than defining a thing based on its natural act. From this, the solution is clear. For being does not exist exist ipsum, that's, that is, in itself, rather being exists ab alio, from another, in ipsum esse, that is, in God. So this is a very dense sentence right here. So when we're thinking about Thomistic metaphysics, and um, this is actually, interestingly enough, some extremely strict Aristotelians and Neotomists will, will hate me for this, um, but, but um, it's a bit more, uh, sounds a bit more Neoplatonic um, in nature because being is, well, in, in the created realm, such as my substance and accidents and, and everything like that, being in the created realm um, is not being in itself. It's only participated being. Therefore, being is not even what's called an essential predicate of created being, only of God himself. So we are only called being by participation. Therefore, accidents are only beings of beings by participation in being ipsum esse, or subsisting in itself. So if that makes any sense, uh, let's keep going. I think St. Thomas's analogy actually works. So as St. Thomas teaches, quote, every creature may be compared to God as the air is to the sun, which enlightens it. For as the sun possesses light by its nature, and as the air is enlightened by shining the sun's nature, so God alone is being in virtue of his own essence, since his essence is his existence, whereas every creature has being by participation, so that its essence is not its existence. 
Thus, the tradition is affirmed that being is not an essential predicate of created being, but only of God in whom essence is existence. As Grenier teaches, an essential predicate is a predicate which designates the essence of the thing of which it is predicated. Being as signifying existence is not an essential predicate of creatures, because creatures are beings by participation, not essentially. Thus, in accounting for accidents as being of being, they are better described as, this is going to be very important right here for the argument, being existing from being itself through the instrumentality of being. And notice capital B right here being and lowercase b right here being. So if if you want to nuance this a little bit more, it could be being existing from being itself, ipsum, through the instrumentality of being participated. In this, the being of substance is merely the instrumentality, instrumental cause, through which accidents participate in being itself rather than an indispensable element. So if you have a truly Thomistic metaphysics and not... Um, something which is radically Aristotelian um, and you're able to appreciate the Neoplatonic tenor of St. Thomas's thought, then you're going to be fine with this because substance, if you think about what substance is in relation to accidents, substance isn't the source of the being of, of, um, of accidents. Rather, substance is merely the instrumentality because it's not being ipsum. Rather, it's the instrumentality wherein accidents participate in being ipsum, that is being itself. And it's not a indispensable element. If we were to dispense with substance, as, which, as happens in transubstantiations, accidents would not exist unless God upheld the participation in his being. It would transfer from immediate to immediate. So one would have to prove that it is of the quiddity of of accidents for this participation to be immediate, but rather it's just a switching of instrumentality, which is not of the quiddity of an accident, just of its natural act. Thus, we can claim divine power for this miracle, just as God dispensed with instrumentality in the conception of our Lord. So also may God dispense with instrumentality in the participation of accidents in his being. In light of this, the argument of St. Thomas follows that God may dispense with secondary causes. Okay, that's the that so that's all right there. The first wherein um, where I deal with uh, distinguishing the major premise, and now I will be denying the minor premise. Okay, I'm going to see if there's anything. Oh, somebody's waiting until March to become a patron. Based. Based, 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 based. Okay. Become a patron, everybody. I don't do this for the money, but it's kind of important that I can keep doing this. Okay. So now denying the minor premise to adhere by divine power goes against this definition. That's another very important, and this is a bit shorter, but it's also a bit denser. Okay. If I could get possibly denser than I got in the first half. Think about it this way, guys. I'm like 10% 10 away from being able to quit my job. So you're going to get 40 hours a week of this. I'll be in the future. I hope to write introductory books. 
I mean, it's just crazy. I get messages from people all the time struggling with certain doctrines and there's just not anything introductory, which is written um, by solid um, sources. So then some of them, there aren't even introductions written to these doctrines that are accessible for laymen who are interested in theology. So that's a brief aside. Okay. Second, I deny the minor premise that to inhere by divine power goes against this definition. For in this definition given by Aristotle, genus is being, note the qualifications above, and the specific differentia is that of inherence. Inherence is a certain operation of a thing. It is not essential for a certain operation to terminate in the completion of its act in order for it to be a specific differentia. So notice, even with this idea, let's say I completely conceded to the um, to the anti-Thomists on this one. And I said, okay, I'll agree with you that inherence is of the quiddity, is um, included in the definition as a specific uh, differentia of an accident. Let's say I said that. You have to prove to me that it's essential for this inherent to terminate in order for it to, um, in order for it to not be included. So for example, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy for termination. I, this, this is the, the best one, I guess I can, I can think of actually, no, no, no. So let's think of salvation that that'll be, that'll be a good analogy for uh, what a terminus is. So the terminus of the saving act of, of grace is found in the beatific vision. So like reaching its, its telos, its final end, it's, it's terminus. But um, so, so that's, but, uh, if that act does not reach its terminus or is in the process of reaching its terminus, the act is said still to happen. So in the same way with accidents, accidents can act towards their terminus without reaching its terminus because impeded by some, something else and still said to be operating in that way. It's just operating towards something which it doesn't reach because there's nothing to adhere in. But the action of adherence itself is still operational, even if it doesn't reach its terminus. So rather, as Blessed Scotus argues, it needs only to be necessary that the operation be active and be said to tend towards the completion of the act. So adherence in accidents without subject are still tending towards and operating towards adherence, even though there is nothing to adhere in. So the reason... So the reason is because there is no matter which is disposed to receive the form of the act of adherence, not necessarily because there's anything deficient with the form, because there's something deficient with the matter. Therefore, it cannot uh, adhere in that in, in the matter. There's nothing disposed to receive the act, but it's still not. This does not even say that the act does not happen. So that would need to be proved is that because the terminus is not uh, is not reached. Therefore, um, it goes against the definition. Further, to have such, to have the faculties for such an operation in potentia also is sufficient to qualify for such a definition. So also, there is the idea that there is still the potency to inherence, which is present. There, it has not been proved that this actually needs to be actualized in order for it to go against the definition. 
So this will be clear by analogy. The genus of man is that he is an animal and the specific differentia is that he is rational. Now, rationality refers not to the operation or actualization of the rational faculties, but the possession of the faculties, even in potentia, in potency. A man who is in a coma is not said to be defi definitionally not a man, but rationally exists, one, in faculties present, which there still is in accidents, two, in potentia, which there still is in accidents, and three, in the inherent tending towards rational actions present within him which is still present in accidents. In the same way, while inherence does not reach the terminus of inhering in a substance, still one, the faculties of inherence are present, two, the accidents inhere in potentia, and three, accidents still tend towards inherence. So that's all I have for you guys. I'll, uh, I'll probably be having... Gosh, who's that outside? Somebody's cutting something. Okay, let's see if there's any questions in here. So if the real distinction between essence and existence is not held, can transubstantiation be held? Well, the distinction between essence and existence has more to do with the definition of being itself. I think if we have a, I think a common definition can be had between those who um, affirm and deny the real distinction between essence and existence. Would the accidents being held in being by God immediately make them substances and not accidents? No. No. That would not follow. Because the um, there's a difference between substantial form and accidental form. Which I think is what um, I wasn't understanding uh, when I wrote those arguments. Is that there's a, that accidents have their own form. Okay, so I'm going to turn this off. Remember, one more time, become a patron. I got a lot of good articles like that. Sorry again, my bad, for uh, putting that behind a paywall. That was uh, a bit stupid of me, and um, that's all I have for you guys. And God bless. Lord.